0: The Infused Life presents the Dominate Your Life Podcast with Ryan and Justin. Welcome to the Dominate Your Life Podcast. I am Ryan. I'm here with my friend Justin. How you doing this morning?
1: Good morning, Ryan.
0: It is a wonderful morning, even though it's a bit cloudy here over in Orange County. But you know what? Hey, it's California and we need the rain. So bring it on for a little bit here and then the sun can come back. As it always does, but how's your week been? What's been going on with you?
1: Everything's been good. I actually last week shot an episode with a show called The Catch. It's in its first season on ABC. Oh, wonderful, man. Very excited. Yes, I got a co-star, a nice small role on on the show, and it was a great experience. And just looking forward to seeing the episode and just looking forward to continuing on with my dreams of being a actor.
0: You're on your way. You are definitely on your way. I I remember us actually sitting at Starbucks and you were talking about all this stuff that you were wanting to get into, and a short while later, you are making it happen. And uh, we talked about that last week with Opportunity, so you obviously have been taking that to heart and using Opportunity, which is a great, great thing. So I want to talk real quick about last week's challenge. Let's just start off with that real quick, and and we'll, we'll jump into some stuff going on uh, you know, around the world and everything that we can touch on real quick. But last week's challenge, I was excited for it. I laid it out to everybody that when you had an opportunity to come your way, take it. Don't hesitate. Don't think about it. Overanalyze it. If it just comes your way and it fits in your life, take it. Just do it. So uh, I'll ask you in a second, Justin, but for myself, uh, I took that to heart last week. And I had an opportunity for a coaching client uh, in real estate to to take them on this past week, and I was a little bit hesitant at first, and I'll get into that in a little bit with some questions that we got back from our audience out there, but I was a little bit hesitant, but then I remember what I said and told everybody to do, and don't hesitate, just do it. And so I I took her on, and uh, we're actually having our first meeting today, so that's wonderful. And we're going to get to uh, the nitty-gritty on what she wants to do in real estate and how I can help her out with that. So that was a wonderful thing that happened this week for me. Uh, Anything going on in your world, opportunity-wise, this week, Justin?
1: That's awesome, by the way. That's great to hear. I actually had an opportunity to stick with what I'm doing as far as acting is concerned. I had an opportunity in which—well, two opportunities. I had two auditions, and they were scheduled 15 minutes apart. Is that normal? It's not normal at all. No, it's, it's not normal at all. And I had to think and, and kind of figure out what I was going to do because I was almost like in, – in at first I was like, well, am I going to have to choose which one I want to do? Which project would I prefer to be a part of? And then I kind of thought and talked to some people close to me, and I was like, you know what? I was like, there's ways around this. There's, maybe this is what I can do. So I went to the other audition an hour early. Because I've been on auditions where I came early and they had seen me early. So I went to the other audition an hour early. I got there. They auditioned me within 15 minutes of being there, got out of there. I actually got to the second audition early. Oh, nice. So, yeah. So I'm glad that we had our discussion last week because it had me kind of think outside the box and realize that there there are – it's not as simple as just having to choose one or the other all the time. There's some ways, times where you can take an opportunity. It doesn't have to affect the things that you're doing. Outside of that particular opportunity, so it was yeah, it doesn't cool have to experience.
0: be, you know, like an or thing. It can be an and thing,
1: exactly. So, exactly. good man. So it's cool.
0: We'll we'll uh, we'll see how those turned out for you in the coming weeks. I'm sure, but um, that was the opportunity challenge from last week. And uh, in just a minute, we'll get into some questions that you guys had. Uh, an email that I want I want to go over from Scott uh, from Portland and what he wrote to us about taking on that opportunity challenge last week but uh, speaking of opportunity I know you're a basketball fan Justin and we got three games away from the Golden State Warriors taking it to 73 wins for the season which would be an all time record and we were talking about this and you're like I want it to happen because I like to see records broken and some people like put records into this shrine They're like oh, I don't want these to ever be broken why do you like records to be broken I was curious about that
1: I like to witness history, and even though I was, I'm old enough, and you're old enough to uh, have seen the Bulls win 72 games.
0: That was epic.
1: Yes, but if we look back, I don't have the exact year on hand, but I know that it was. I'm, we're, we're going back. That had to have been around '96. I'm guessing. So we're it was going '95-'96
0: 90, season. You know why I know that is because I, I grew up in Seattle, and that was the year the the Sonics played the Bulls gotcha. in the finals. And I actually remember that early on in the season, the Bulls were like had lost just one game and the Sonics were playing them. And we kind of showed our mettle. We beat the Bulls early on in the season. And I was like, you know what, we're we're legit now. Uh, And then uh, we went on to lose horribly in the finals. But I mean, it was the Bulls, 72 and 10. And what are you going to do? Yeah,
1: Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So no. Okay. so it was 96. And we're, we're thinking that that's 20 years ago.
0: That's crazy. I don't know. No, let's, let's forget about that real quick. I don't want to think about that part.
1: <laughs> so yeah. So no. I want to see the record get broken. I'm not a big Warriors fan or anything, but I just and and it's funny because the coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr, was on that '96 Bulls team. That's you yeah, know that's so weird. Oh, yeah. so that yeah, yeah that is so that's interesting.
0: It's funny how things all just wrap up like that. That's crazy to think right there. So, but I wanted to bring that up because that's a huge opportunity. For a team, an organization, we were talking about opportunity, so that's cool. But let's get into a few questions uh, that some people had, and there was a few that I, I picked out, and I'll, I'll kind of let you chime in on these, Justin, and I know you wanted to, to get into these. Um, and, and just give your, give your thoughts, give your knowledge, break it down for us. Uh, the first one is, how do you know if an opportunity is the right opportunity again these are these are questions that we had from last week uh, people writing in about how opportunity has changed them what they're thinking about it so the question is how do you know if an opportunity is the right opportunity
1: that is a very good question well what i will say is is that you truly never 110 know until you actually take on the opportunity however i will say that i believe that you can think if Is what you're doing with this, this opportunity, will this make your life better as an end result? Is there a chance of this making your life better as an end result or giving you some type of happiness as an end result? So if that's the case, I think that you definitely have to take that opportunity and take the risk. So that's the question I always ask myself every opportunity I get. Is there something that better that can come out of this opportunity?
0: That's a great way to look at it. I like that. Is it worth taking the risk? Usually the answer is yes, but we have to think about that. That's awesome. Yes. Yes. Okay, the second one I wanted to bring up is, what if an opportunity prevents you from fulfilling other obligations that you have?
1: <laughs> well, it's it's funny because when you think of obligations, it's I feel like sometimes people use that word so loosely. And what I mean by that is I, I go back to when I was in college. And this is in a, in a day and age where playing Madden, And fantasy football were just so big around my groups of friends and circles of friends and and just in college in general and with younger people. And I remember a situation in which we had a fantasy draft. Now, for some of you out there, basically to say what fantasy is, basically there's each professional sports league has what they call like a fantasy leagues. And fantasy leagues are basically you can draft a, a team and the player accumulates certain stats and you go against up against other people's teams and, and there's a championship and it's like a big deal. So I remember this this uh, buddy of mine, we had a fantasy draft and he had a job and he had to work that night. And he, he was just basically just a college kid and just he really needed that job to help pay for everything he needed outside of school. And he tried to get somebody to take over a shift because we had a fantasy draft. But this kid was like struggling for money. I remember it. he was always like the guy that's like, oh, let me borrow 20 bucks or 30 bucks. And then he takes it and then you never see the money again. So I remember that he needed the money and he literally called out of work because he had this fantasy draft. So as far as when you say obligations, you have to really realize what if the obligation is a strong obligation. For example, if you let's just say you have an opportunity, you're an up and coming personal trainer like we had the young lady. Last week, talk about you want to be a personal trainer. Let's just say you had an opportunity to go to a personal training seminar. However, your your best friend uh, passed away and you had to go to their funeral and get the eulogy. If, if, you, if you had a close friend or family member that died and you felt like you really needed to be at that funeral, then okay, that's an obligation and that's understandable. But if your obligation is something like, oh, I have a fantasy draft or, oh, I have to – Uh, I need at least 10 hours of sleep or I'm tired. It it depends on what the obligation is. So if you have another obligation, that's fine. But just make sure that it's an actual obligation. And also, just kind of like I did last week with the two um, auditions I had, you want to just see if there's any way to fulfill both. And if not, then you have to choose. But make sure it's a strong obligation.
0: That's that's cool. Uh, I ran into something similar this week i was talking about you know bringing on a coaching client in real estate and i had to the reason i was hesitating i brought it up i was hesitating to take it is because uh, my plate is pretty full right now and so i would have to make some adjustments and everything but uh it's funny how things do work out because i, I took her on I, I agreed to do that a few days ago and in between then and now another client of mine has, has wanted to focus on some other things in their life and don't want to do coaching anymore as a result of that. And so it was like, okay, I took this opportunity. Obviously, I presented it myself it to myself because I was going to lose this, this client over here. So it's like give and take. So that was a, a wonderful example for me learning along the way. Don't be hesitant because it's happening for a reason. You never know what's going to happen in the future uh, so with obligations and everything, you know, that for me was like, okay, you know what? I got to make this work and it ended up working out. So, but what you, what you said, Justin you hit it on the head, you hit it on the head and it, it's priorities. It's priorities, man. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. I
1: Totally agree. Totally
0: agree. So, okay. Last one. Let's hit this up real quick. How do you not get discouraged after losing out on a big opportunity?
1: Mm, that's, a, that's a really good one. I, it can be tough losing out on an opportunity. I, I've lost out on opportunities, so I know firsthand. Uh, but, however, you must realize that there will be other opportunities down the road, and they might, may even be bigger opportunities and a better opportunity than the one that you had lost out on. So, with this in mind, you just have to make sure that you remain positive. Just don't get discouraged because when you get discouraged – that's when things stop happening or opportunities kind of start arising. You have to make sure you remain positive, hang in there, keep working hard, and there will be other opportunities later in life. So,
0: absolutely, good point. Good point. So, those are a few questions that we had come in, and we wanted to go over those real quick and kind of expand more on last week's uh, challenge with opportunity. What people thought about it. Do have an email that came in from Scott from Portland that I want to touch on real quick. He talked about opportunity and how I presented him it to himself last week and he said I saw an opportunity to talk with my boss about a raise I have been with my company for over a year now with no raise of yet I have done a great job and always get praised for what I do but I wanted it to translate to more money there was some time before a meeting with just the two of us and I asked if we could set up a meeting he was happy too and from there we had the meeting discussed my role how I could help the company better, and also we discussed a raise. And I ended up getting a slight raise, and I'm up for a higher position now as well, which would increase my pay even more. Thanks for the challenge. So Scott from Portland, thanks for reaching out, giving us that email, because when we get stuff like that, that really encourages us, that lets us know that uh, we're doing something for somebody out there, and that's why we do this. We do this. We call this podcast the "Dominate Your Life" podcast, and we're all about giving you tools for your success so you can go out and dominate your life. So, with that being said, thank you, Scott from Portland. Yeah, I've never um, been to Portland. It
1: have you been to Portland, Ryan?
0: I have a couple times, kind of passing through. Uh, I did uh, a Seattle to Portland bike ride, uh, not like motorcycle bike, but like pedaling bike, <laughs> uh, back in 2004. That was my first experience going into Portland. Uh, that was horrendous. We'll maybe touch on that story later on, 200 miles in a couple days. Uh, and then uh, a couple times I went for a trip, because I'm from Seattle. It's it's a few hours away. It's not that long. But uh, love love America, love every city. Would I live in Portland? Probably not. Not for me. Um, much like Seattle. It's much like Seattle, and it's, it's always like it is right now in Orange County. Very cloudy, very gloomy. So uh, not my taste, but good city. Interesting. So, you haven't been, I'm assuming? No, I have not been. No. Someday. Uh, maybe someday. Make your way up there. So, so this week, Justin, I'm excited. We got a new topic that we're going to bring up, and the topic we're bringing up this week to give you more tools for your success is persistence. Persistence. And there's a mantra that I had at the beginning of the year for myself, and I just it's something that plays over and over in my mind whenever uh, an obstacle comes my way, whenever I hit failure. And this this line that I always say in my mind is, I will persist until I succeed. And I just repeat that over and over when something comes up. I will persist until I succeed. So I was excited when we were talking about what, what tool to bring up to get people more success uh, it's persistence. And I love the topic. We're going to get into some stuff. I know that you have an awesome motivational moment, uh, for people coming up, but let's talk about persistence in our life. Uh, you had an interesting story I wanted you to share real quick, Justin, if you would, uh, an example of persistence in your life and, and what you've done in, in regards to persistence. Yes.
1: So like I've said on a couple other podcasts, I, had a career in personal training, so I was very big into fitness and challenging myself as well, as well as my clients, but challenging myself. And I always thought I was like, there was times in my life where I kind of dedicated myself more to the gym than at other times. And back in 2010, I got into a motorcycle accident. And basically, my fiblia and tiblia cracked in half, and they had to insert a metal rod in my leg. I couldn't walk for two months. It was just an awful experience. And when I was finally able to get on crutches, I had lost 42 pounds. Which oh, for, my gosh. Yes. I know some people are like, "Wow, well, I wish I could lose 42 pounds. But, yeah, this was not losing. <laughs> this was not a good 42 pounds Not the lose. good kind. <laughs> yeah, not the good kind. So I was depleted. And this is when I decided, am I going to get discouraged and upset, or am I going to get back in the gym with my crutches on one leg and start working out? So that's what I chose to do, and it was, I'm telling you, it was the most persistent I've ever been when it's come to working out. I think the only other time I was close to that persistent was when I first started working out because I was so skinny and I wanted to put on muscle mass. But this time was the most I've been persistent in going to the gym and really going for it, and I went for it full throttle, and it was one of those things where there was no, like sometimes now I'm like, oh, I'll miss a day working out, or I was really busy this day or whatever, but this was like I was dedicated, and I kept pushing. I didn't care what was going on. I had physical therapy I did for three hours. It didn't matter. I was getting into that gym every day. So I look back at that, and whenever I'm kind of just being – uh, I don't know or you know, I'll just go tomorrow I kind of had to look back at that time In my life and realize how much Persistence went into Getting to the gym And working hard and I- I'm glad I went through it was a blessing That I went through that whole experience because It really pushed me to new limits And made me realize how fortunate We all are uh, to have Things that we, that we have So yeah so that was a very um, Great experience for me to go through
0: I bet, yeah. It, it was um, any any. I know a couple people that have been in, in accidents, uh, m- motor accidents, and so forth. And that's a that's one of the when your life is tested, literally like tested like that. It's amazing how resilient and persistent you realize you actually are. You know. I've heard that story from you the first time I heard it, and then you, you just shared it again. Uh, a, a, the same thought popped up into my head, and I want to ask you a quick question on that story. Is I know that you, you shared with me you know, earlier in your life uh, your struggle with you know, just being skinny and the image that you have with yourself and everything, so you, you went in and, and you started lifting weights and, and getting heavier and, and building, building mass and so forth. To have all that taken away, Like everything that you build for in that accident taken away and having to start over mentally, how did that how did you persist through that?
1: That's a really good question. Yeah, yeah, when I was skinny, I still (laughs) when I was skinny, I was skinny all throughout high school. But I thought I thought I was the man. You know, I I thought (laughs) I actually thought I had muscle mass until I was in college. And one time, let's just put it, I got into an argument with somebody. And they told me how skinny I really was, and it was oh, just shoot. like, yeah, it was it was devastating. So that's what kind of turned me to the gym, and really worked out hard. But, but yeah, I think that I just realized that that I've done it before. So I realized that I started at one, I started here before, and I can build back up. And it just was a fight. It was just a fight in me. Like you're not going to just settle or, or just because. I'm walking around town and everybody's saying, oh, wow, you lost a lot of weight. And like that's the last thing you want to hear when like you've spent years putting on some size. Of course, yeah. You don't want to hear people say, oh, are you trimming down? Or, oh, wow, you lost a lot of weight. It's almost the opposite. Like if you see somebody from high school and they put on 80 pounds and you're like, wow, you've really put on some size. Like Nobody in that situation wants to hear that. Wants so to hear that, yeah. If you're ever in the situation on opposite ends where somebody puts on a lot of weight or loses a lot of weight, it just just try to keep it to yourself like they that, that that comment doesn't usually help people i'm just i'm just putting it out there but uh yeah no just realizing that i just something clicked in me like you can lay around and be discouraged cuz i am not going to lie for the first couple of weeks of that motorcycle accident when i'm not able to move i was kind of just discouraged i was like i'm they tell me i'm never going to be able to walk again i might need a cane it was just a very discouraging feeling but then i realized that i had to get up and fight and you know what, if I gave it 110% and did the physical therapy and fought and then I had to walk with the cane the rest of my life, then at least I could say I gave it everything in my power to 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 try to walk again. And I just pushed through when it came to my physical therapy and my weight training. So those two things pushed me through and I'm glad that I came out. I'm able to walk now. Uh, I have a scar on my leg, but other than that, I'm able to walk. I'm able to, I can't jump as high, but that could partly be due to my age, but uh, <laughs> other than that, yeah, I'm a full functioning uh, man, so so it's, there you go. It's,
0: yeah, that's what you were after. Yeah, that's what you were after. So yeah, I, I wanted to bring that up because I think that right there can help a lot of people. Uh, just that little tidbit right there. So uh, I have a story on persistence and certainly not not uh, life threatening or anything like that, but you know, I've been in real estate for about as long as you've been in personal training. And uh, a little over 10 years now. And I remember the first time I wanted to get involved in real estate, I, I, I had a family friend who had been a realtor for a number of years, and I was trying to set up a meeting with him, and he's a really nice guy, really great friend of the family, and he's like, yeah, let's let's have a meeting about it, and we'll talk about it and everything. And so as we were talking about it, I was trying to understand more about how the business worked and the ins and outs of it and everything. Uh, I was just kind of bold and asked if he needed help with anything. You know, does he need like an assistant or, you know, just transactional stuff or whatever, you know? And, and at first he was like, yeah, let me think about it. And then uh, time went by and I didn't hear anything from him. And he's pretty busy and he got a lot of things going on in and out, you know, with real estate, family, life, uh, volunteering that he was doing and everything. And, so at first I was just kinda of like, Oh, he'll get back to me but then I thought, you know what, I, I really want this. I wanna know more about this, I wanna learn more about it, and get some hands on experience. So I kept pestering him pretty good. Uh to the point where he was like, Yeah, why don't you come by one afternoon and we'll just we'll start going through some stuff. And so did that and I thought, Well, this is cool. Like I got it made, like we'll we'll keep doing this and so like the next day I called and he didn't pick up and it was like, What's going on? So Uh, coming to know him that was kind of his personality fly by the seat of his pants and everything but through that I had to learn the value of persistence and I kept on him and it wasn't that he didn't need me around or didn't want me around to help him out and to teach me some things hands on in real estate it's just that he was over here and over there and somebody was calling his attention over there and, and everything and so I had to be persistent and if I didn't keep persisting until I succeeded and what I wanted, I, w- I wouldn't have gotten anywhere in real estate, uh, probably. I would have just been like, okay, you know what, but maybe it's not for me. And I'll move on to some other career choice and look at some other things. But I kept on persisting, and I wanted it. I, I truly wanted it. And and I, and I ended up getting it, thankfully, through that process. And he was a great mentor through the whole thing. And I spent a couple years with him learning the real estate uh, game, so to speak, and, and how it works. And how to conduct yourself and great mentor to start off with so I'm so thankful for him and and for that and that you got to persist you 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 just can't give up because one time maybe two times maybe three times multiple times however many times it is that it just comes back and and the door shuts sometimes the door shuts and the door is not for you but sometimes you just have to just knock down that door as hard as you possibly can so that was me, and I knew what I wanted, and I knew it was for me, so I kept doing it. So that's yeah, my story on persistence.
1: Yeah, and I like that you shared that story. And just just a side note, um, Ryan and I have met a, l- a little over a year and a half ago. Yeah. And when I first met you, you were living in the desert uh, outside. Of, for people that don't understand the yeah, desert, near like the Palm Springs area. That's like the city that's known for the, for the desert nationwide palm springs so yeah around the palm springs area and you were in real estate in palm springs and i remember when i met with you you kind of discussed goals and just things that you were shooting for and i just kind of look where you're at now and it's just amazing i mean now you're in the oc you're in orange county
0: yeah moving orange over there county
1: man. out of the, the big leagues of real dude. estate so it's <laughs> oh, just cool to see my god dude you have no where idea. you were a year ago and where you are now man and just keep up the good work just moving forward and
0: yeah talking about opportunity last week and saw opportunity out here and talking about persistence i'll tell you man it's a whole different beast out here and all of that and anything you really do in orange county la area i mean Mm -hmm. that i mean compare that to new york you know you got you got to hustle you got to grind you can't give up you can't become uh lackadaisical you got to be relentless in all that you're doing and and really anywhere that you're at, you got to be that way. But over here, even even more, I think so.
1: Now, here's one more question. Just I think this would help some of our viewers, especially the the listeners, especially the ones that are, are interested in, in real estate. Do you think that three years ago, let's just say three years ago, you would you could have went to Orange County and been ready to do real estate in Orange County three years ago?
0: For me, you know, uh, you know, not getting into too much of the boring stuff with with real estate. Uh, much, much of my focus was with uh, what we call REOs, real estate owned. So foreclosures. Uh, so in that, you know, you you've got a, it's a special little niche um, and everything. So uh, going into a, a heavy market like Orange County uh, a few years ago, could I have done it? I would like to say yes. I believe in myself to know that I, I could have done it. Was I as prepared for it, or did I have um, maybe as much experience as I wanted or needed? Uh, because, you know, I'm originally from Washington, Seattle area, and then I moved down to the, to the desert, the Palm Springs area. Um, and so I was in a pretty affluent market up there. Uh, but to, to make the move to one place to another, yeah, I probably could have done it. Would I have been more successful um and with the opportunities that I have now been there have no idea probably not because i believe a preparation and and what you do to set yourself up for later success and goals that you want to achieve in your life is very necessary and there's a path that you got to take that sometimes doesn't allow you to to see the the end of the road so to speak the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow right away and for me my journey, uh, I knew I wanted to be out in Orange County area, uh, but I had other opportunities that were, were right in front of me when uh, I was moving to the desert. Uh, so that that few years I was over there was definitely a build-up for what I'm doing right now, and I needed it. Could I have done it? Yeah. Would it have been different? Absolutely. And so uh, just being, in, being persistent in all of that, you've got to realize that sometimes being persistent requires being persistent in the things that you don't want to do and the time that you don't want to do it because it sets you up for success later down the road. And so that was my journey over the past three years in a nutshell right there as far as real estate and then moving out here. Opportunities that came up because I was persistent in what I was doing, kind of in the dark over there. So there you go. There you go. So with that being said, persistence uh is a topic of the week that we're discussing and justin i know that you have a motivational moment i I am really looking forward to hearing this uh because it involves uh something that near and dear to my heart uh but i won't give it away so i I want you to take this take this away man and, and give us a
1: motivational moment for the week persistence continuing to do something regardless of difficulty or opposition no matter how hard it gets or seems like progress is not being made, one must push forward. And in talking about persistence, one story i like to bring to everybody's attention, if you haven't heard it already, is it's a story of a man by the name of Sylvester Stallone. He is a well-known actor, and I looked into his story, I researched his story, and I just was amazed and really it just really want to make me, make me work that much harder and after hearing his story. So basically give you the story on Sylvester Stallone. He was in school. He was in college and he dropped out and he pursued. He moved to New York and he, he decided to pursue a career in acting so he was going to new york he was in new york at this time and he started going to auditions and he would go on auditions and he wasn't getting any work he was he wasn't getting any callbacks what we call it in the industry which is when you go on an audition and then you get a callback there might be interested in in you fulfilling this role so he wasn't getting any callbacks and he was just it just was failure or just across the board was, wasn't getting anywhere so he Started to start writing screenplays and kind of tried out with writing some screenplays. He had an interest in writing, so he started writing some screenplays and was kind of throwing those out there, and nobody was picking them up. So at this point, he had run out of money. He had a family at this time, and he could barely support his family, and he decided that he was not going to get, I guess what we consider like a regular job, like a, like a nine to five job just to support his family. He, cons- he decided that he was going to continue to fight, persist, and go after his goal of being, becoming an actor and a screenwriter so he was just in a really bad situation he ended up taking some of his wife's jewelry and he decided that he was going to pawn this jewelry so that they could get some money and he also sold his dog who he loved so his dog was for 50 dollars. he sold the dog for 50 dollars. and mind you this is a dog that he loved i know ryan's a dog person uh i've never had a dog myself but for, for people that I talk to with with dogs, it's like a love. It's like a, it's almost like a family member. So he had to sell his dog for $50. So one day he's watching this, this boxing match. And he's just watching this boxing match. And this guy's just getting pummeled. But he's just keeps on getting up and he keeps fighting. And it's what inspires Sylvester Stallone to write the script for Rocky. So he spent about 24 hours straight writing the script for the movie Rocky. And in the beginning, he had issues selling the movie, and then finally he found somebody that wanted to buy the movie. So this is like a big thing. Somebody wanted to buy it, and they they were offering upwards of $100,000, which to somebody, to anybody, let alone somebody with no money, that's a nice little chunk of change there. So he was excited. He wanted to do it. He said, however, his one stipulation was that he would be a lead actor in the movie. Now he hadn't really. He had booked one role since auditioning for all these. A small role at one point, and they were like, "Absolutely not! Like we're not. You're not acting in this movie." Basically, we'll buy the script, but you're not going to be in the movie. So he declined, and they just they they loved the script so much they kept on offering, offering, offering. They ended up offering up to upwards of four hundred thousand dollars, and he still said, "No, I want to be in the movie." So at this point they decided, you know what we're going to give him 25,000. you can be in the movie, but we're only giving you 25,000 dollars, which is a huge drop from six figures. So he ends up taking the 25 grand, and the first thing he does is go goes back for his dog, tries to buy the dog back from this this guy that had purchased his dog, and ends up having to spend 15,000 to buy the dog back as well as give this guy. A part in this movie, a small part, but give this guy, so he had to pay, so a dog that he loved, that he sold for $50, he bought back for $15,000 and had to give this guy just a part in, in the movie, and from there, as we all know, the rest was history, Rocky was obviously a big hit, they had numerous Rockies thereafter, and Sylvester Stallone is obviously a very successful actor, and the reason why he is where he is today is because he didn't quit, he didn't give up, he kept on, he persisted, and he came out on top. So this story was very inspiring for me, and not just as an actor. This goes. This is just life in general. I'm just using this. Obviously, I'm an actor. I, I, I do get influenced a lot by some of the actors that, that went through these struggles, but this can just help anybody. No matter what you do in life, it just shows you that if you keep persisting, times can get bad. But always realize that there's somebody out there that's dealing with much worse than you are, much worse circumstances. And there are people that come from much worse circumstances that prevail and are successful. So if they're able to do it, why can't you? So if you'd like, you can look more into the story. But persistence is what we're talking about today. And hopefully that inspired some of you out there.
0: Justin, it inspired me. I'll tell you, man. Uh, the reason I said it's so near and dear to my heart is because I mean I grew up watching Rocky. I, that's my favorite movie of all time. My favorite movie series of all time. Sly Stallone is my favorite actor of all time. And so I heard that, and I've I've read bits and pieces of that story before, but there was a couple things I didn't know in in all of that that you just shared, and and uh, so that that movie obviously motivated me beyond words growing up. But then hearing something like his story and all of that that is so much of a rocky story. I mean, obviously, he took so much motivation from his own life, the persistence that he had from his own life experiences and put that into the movie uh, and movies to follow. But that's just, I love that. I love that. So I hope everybody else loved that out there. But you have a you have a challenge for us, though, too, to go yes. along with that, right? Yes, my
1: challenge is I want you to think of something you have given up on because it seemed like you weren't getting anywhere with it or you weren't going to accomplish it and and I want you to take that back this week. I want you to take that challenge back that you gave up on or you stopped doing or it's been idle for a while and I want you to take it back and continue to push forward. Let's break a barrier this week. Let's do
0: it. I love it. I love it. Dominate your week out there. So With that being said, that's the challenge for the week on persistence, and we're going to have stuff up on social media throughout this week inspiring you and motivating you on persistence. So go on our social media out there. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter, YouTube, all that thing. Uh, The best way to find us on all of those things is go to our website, theinfusedlife.com. You can look up the social media tab on there and connect with us on all of those social media outlets. Also, email us. Let us know how this has inspired you, motivated you. If you have any questions on persistence that we can help you out with, email us at info at theinfusedlife.com. And we'll see you next week when we talk about decision making. So until then, go out and dominate your week.